Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Ah, my goodness. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Now, I want to just say this for those of you out there. And Nathan, you probably don't know this. I think Jamie's got to get this over to you. Um, For close to a lot of years, we were playing, um, you know, we were playing clocks as our opener. And it's an interesting story because I, oh, my God, 2003 or four, can't remember the year. Uh, whatever it was, I emailed the website for Coldplay. And I said, hey, I got an all positive show. I'm not going to do anything. Do I have your permission to use a little bit of your little song there? And I got the email back and, you know, looked official. Then, of course, move forward to where we are today. Any kind of music you got going on any kind of show, it gets flagged. So I got flagged. And I went to look for a close to 20-year-old email. I mean, y'all know that, right? (laughs) So now I'm in the process of going back to Coldplay and try the process again. But it's not about that. It's about why that song. Why is it when you hear that song, so many people affiliated and associated with the Dr. Pat show? What was it about that song? That in my early years of really struggling in my life um, and doing the show, what was it? And remember the show was called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Y'all remember that, right? But what was it about that song that just, I don't know, like it was a thing. It was a thing. It was my thing. And it never changed for the type of show I was doing. (sighs) Cursed missed opportunities. One of the famous lines that many people don't even know is in that song. But I want to say, I want to thank Nick Johnson because he gave me the song you just heard. He actually gave me that song to play with permission to play it. But today, what if we could look behind the dance? What if we still hear old school songs haunting us? But what if we could look beyond the dance and face the music? Life Remixed, Mark Wilkinson is joining me here today. And what you should know a little bit about Mark is, you know, there's no better time to remix your life. This is, this is it. This is our message for today. Whether you know him as, you know, one of the top coaches around, you could take his remix course. How fun is that? motivational speaker but he's here today because we're in a time right now where we cannot miss a beat never miss a beat we never miss a beat that's what we're talking about but more importantly we're talking about this book right here mark 
it's so great to have you. I want to thank you for joining me here today. It's an honor and a privilege, of course, to have you on the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's lovely to be here. Best international seller. Congratulations on that. Thank you. There's a question I started to ask a lot of people early on. I got to ask you this question because I think it's going to get right to the heart of why I'm so eager to talk with you. I've just mentioned a few things you're doing and a few things of who you are. Of course, music is your life, music producing. It's just like it's your, it, it's your mojo. Yes. The po positivity and positive talk. You asked me what you could call me. So here, Dr. Positivity, because that is the deal for me. But it doesn't mean that every song I listen to, right? Because I, I think we're in a different. So I want to ask you this given everything you've done and everything you're doing, right? You're just totally cool. What are some of the challenges and obstacles, right, Mark? That, what did you have to face and what did you have to overcome to bring you right here to this moment right now? That's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, it's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, <clears throat> I love uh, Dr. Positivity. I love that, Dr. Pat, Dr. Positivity. I, I've got a little quote that says, be so positive that negative people don't want to be near you. Uh, and that's something that uh, has worked really well for me in the last 17 years or so. Um, but what I would say is, is that um, <clears throat> I had to go through uh, a couple of, well, a number of, but a couple of major crises in my life to become the man I am happy and grateful to be today. Um, the real challenges for me were uh, when I collapsed one day, age 33, uh, and then was unable to walk for 18 months after that. Um, finally diagnosed with an incurable uh, disease, dis-ease. Um, and then off the back of that, a few years later, bankrupt. Uh, living in my mum's spare room after a 20-year music career, traveling all over the globe, thinking I was like living the young man's dream and I had it all, you know, perfect. Um, <clears throat> and then to find myself uh, bankrupt at, at 38, 39. Uh, and, and thankfully, my mum my had a, a little spare box room that I could go back and live in for a while while I remixed myself and recreated myself. Um, <clears throat> And um, if it wasn't for that, I could have been homeless, which is not a nice thing to have to think about, but it's the truth. I found myself in some very, very challenging situations. Um, <clears throat> but then I finally started to listen. I finally started to learn some wisdom from great philosophers, great teachers, great coaches. I've had loads of coaches myself. Now I coach other people. Um, and uh, it's been it's been one hell of a journey. You know, 65 countries, top 10 here. I've been... I've been all over the world. I've done some amazing things, um, but I have to say that I'm happier and healthier and wealthier today than I ever have been before. And that is not an accident. No, I, I had to ask you that because I read the book and I know a bit about some of your story and it was so akin to mine. You know, you never think in a million years that you'd ever say the word bankrupt. I mean, it was, you know, you, you know, your situation in life and, you know, you're faced with that or you would not hear your doctor say to you, well, you got something, Pat, but, you know, it's a mystery. We don't know what that is, mm -hmm. um, but you go on that journey and you rise up. I want to ask you now today. And by the way, I learned a lot being homeless when I was 17. Yeah. I learned a lot and I had some angels and coaches in my life like you. 
But I want to ask you this. I love the mission of this book. I mean, I just love, I love the power of simplicity. You want, this is it, the mission. And it sounds like this is your life mission. Now, I would like to inspire others to improve their lives. That is brilliant. Because I don't care where you are, if you're like a gazillionaire and you're sitting somewhere or, you, you know, you're thinking like I just created SpaceX. <coughs> Here yeah. we are. How important is cultivating that mission to you? Oh, it's, it's huge. I mean, uh, one of the things I learned was in every crisis, there's an opportunity. Um, and I never, I, I, you know, all I knew from a, as a young guy was that if I failed, it would be the end of the world sort of thing, you know? And, uh, and so when I did fail, it was kind of like, wow, you know, this is, this is not good, you know? And I did, I mean, you know, the, the big one was unable to walk for 18 months. I got very thin. I was very, very ill. Uh, and I did think about finishing it and just saying, I'm, I think I'm done here. I've got nothing left to offer. Um, thankfully I didn't obviously. Uh, and here I am with you now. Um, but it was tough. It was a real challenge. And it was it was that when when I lost my health, I, I had no explanation for what was happening. Um, but that crisis opportunity thing was was massive. Uh, a friend, uh, a friend and early mentor of mine gave me a DVD as it was at the time of The Secret and said, you need to watch this and don't just watch it once, watch it a hundred times. And I went, yep, yeah, OK, I'm all in. I'll, I'll do anything right now. I'm so low and, you know, on the borderline of like ending it all. I was like, yeah, OK, whatever you say. Um, and I did, uh, and, I, and I watched The Secret a hundred times. I got myself more and more and more sort of focused, learning, understanding the mind-body connection. And then the real big thing was when, um, I think it was, I was Bob Proctor actually said, your way isn't working, try mine. Um, and I said, okay, fine, let's do that as well then. Uh, and I just started uh, learning, studying and growing, and I, I found out what my purpose was. I identified my purpose. Um, and by identifying my purpose, I think it's Mark Twain said, um, the purpose of life is a life of purpose. Uh, for me, <clears throat> once I'd identified my actual purpose for being on the planet, which is four words, I can sum it in four words, to bring joy, knowledge, inspire and create. That's it. Those four things. So as long as we're doing that, Dr. Pat, you and me are going to be like flying. This is going to be a great hour, right? But if, you, if I'm, you know, if someone's trying to drag me off in other ways and I can't bring joy or knowledge, inspire or create, then it's not on purpose for me. So again, this is all good stuff. It's all in the language and we have to we have to learn and grow and understand it better and better. And, and of course, you know, I talk about a dis-ease in my, in my body and that's, that's what I had as well, you know, and uh, you must hyphenate that, those two words, as you well know. So. Yeah. And, you know, I love this because I go through the book and I've got this, you know, as I was going through the book and I was going through these records, I told you before the show that I finally was able to get the vinyl out of storage because I moved into a new place, got them out of storage. I mean, tried to match up some of the vinyl that weren't even put in their in their covers right uh -huh. and i'm pulling them out and i'm looking at them and you know i had just gone through your book and man when you start a book and you say another one bites the dust and you say that book and you have a sense of that that's mm -hmm. why i ask you the question about the obstacles because mm -hmm. they don't define us do they they refine us <clears throat> right they remix us yeah but they'll only define us if we let them yeah and i think that's the point i think um 
you know, I was, as you know, you know, beautiful endorsements from Marcy Shymoff and Bob Proctor, both from the, you know, Stars oh, yes. of the Secret. And that was huge for me. Um, <clears throat> I like that definition, you know, define or refine, you know. I think, you know, for me, I could have let it define me. I could have given up. I could have just been, I could have stayed, you know, as a bitter a bitter out of work DJ, you know, at 50, just going like, you know, it didn't happen for me. I used to be famous once, you know, all that kind of stuff. That would have been, that would have been the easy option, I think, right. you know, the, you know, the easy option. But thankfully, um, you know, the phrase when the student is ready, the teacher will, will, will arrive, you know, and, and I, I was ready. I was in so much pain, uh, particularly in my, in my body, unable to walk for those 18 months that I, I, I was ready. I was reaching. And the interesting thing was, was, was when a doctor, a doctor told me bad luck, you've got an incurable disease, take these drugs for the rest of your life and you should be all right, but you might bend over double and like lose all your <clears throat> ability to move again and stuff like that. But they say, you know, bad luck, it's not your fault. It's in your genes. And then Bob Proctor on a secret said a dis-ease is two words and you cannot have a dis-ease in this molecular structure if you're at ease. And I was like, what? What is going on here? What, what, what are these people talking about? So one saying it's, you know, unlucky and the other one saying, no, actually, it's completely your responsibility and you've got to step up and it's the key to your freedom and, and, and all this stuff. And, and I just literally just went, well, I would rather feel... I would rather think and feel that actually I am the creator, take responsibility for all the pain that I've put myself through and then make changes. And I think that was freeing. It was very freeing. I love this because I got to the one part. There's a couple of parts. But what you're talking about is I got to this part in the book and there's a picture of you DJing, right? Uh, it was uh, at the Kidology Night at the Cross, London. I think that's the picture because, you yeah. know, what I looked at was every chapter in your book, what you're telling us, there's a remix opportunity. Yeah. And I just love that. I love that you talk to us about a remix opportunity. Um, and, you know, one of the things that is so important in your message is all of us here that are out in the world, I have coaches. I wouldn't be able to do this without coaches. And sometimes, though, don't we think sometimes we can just do it all by ourselves, right? Have you? I know I've lived that way. Have you lived that way, Mark? Right? Oh yeah, massively. I I took it. You know what? I took it all on my shoulders, and that's when I collapsed. It was the stress yeah. and the poor diet choices, and the you know there was so much to it. I mean, the thing is, is that you know I like to say this: like, I'm living proof that you can fix anything in your life. If it's a mental problem, an emotional problem, a physical problem, a financial problem, you can fix it. I'm a life remixer, honestly. I, I've done this, you know, and I've lived and breathed it for the last... I've had the idea for this book for 12 years. I need to do my second book quicker. Um, I've had this idea for 12 years. And, and, you know, those remix opportunities are just things at, every, at the end of every chapter. I'm like, I'm intertwining my story, basically. So it's a partial memoir, but I'm inter, intertwining my story into a self-development, self-help book for anyone that's suffering. And, you know, it's actually, when you read it the whole way through, it's like, it's a strategy to come out of a crisis. Yes. And what, I, what I'm fortunate about with the universe in many ways is that I've written a book on how to recover from a crisis just as the world is trying to recover from a crisis, right? And it's not an accident, Dr. Pat, you know that, you know, it's, no. it's the laws of the universe. No, I don't, I don't believe it's an accident. Now, look, there are some people that think it's an accident. There are some people that are, are looking at what's going on, like whoopsie, or want to point over there to somebody across the continent and say, oh, you did it, buddy. Your country did it. Or well, the other thing is that was lucky, wasn't it? No, it's not. 
<laughs> it's not luck. It's not an accident. It's all perfect the way it works. You know, I've been called by various people, one of the luckiest people on the planet. And, you know, I, I, until I figured out that, like what you just said, no way that was luck. Until I figured that deal out. Yeah. I mean, but how do we embrace this journey? This is what I want to ask you, because as I'm going through your book, I love everything in here that talks about everything from where do we go when we're unhappy. And I'll tell you where I used to go. I don't know if this is true confessions, but I don't know if you relate to this or not. Where do you go? Well, once upon a time, what I would do is I would turn that old Technics vinyl player up, get myself, sit down with my friend Jack, Jack Daniels, and, you know, sit there for way too long thinking, listening to old Elton John songs, you know, like, I mean, what the heck are you writing about? And, and finding myself in a whole lot of muck. Mm. Now, we've gone through 18 months, 20 yes. months now. It's no longer 18. Mm. Alcohol consumption, online buying for alcohol in the United States is up close to 600%. I bet. Yeah. I what bet. are we going to do here now, Mark? We got to do a lot of remixing. And I'm not talking about remixing your cocktail. <laughs> no. I'm talking about remixing your life yeah. so that we have options. So we know what to do, as you say in the book, at the first signs of pain. Tell us what we do at the first signs of pain, because we know when we're in pain. So going back to your point, exactly yeah. what you say is that, is that that's escapism. You know, music, alcohol, you know, if you, I, I allowed that, you know, to rule my life, along with many other things for 20 something years right maybe longer um and it was it was a mask it was it was kind of like it was escapism uh it distracted me from the realities that was going on around me and i struggled i survived i made just enough money and i just got by i got by i got by um until until i didn't until the you know stuff really hit the fan and um i think what one of the things we've got to do is we've got to um understand where we are First and foremost, be completely honest with ourselves. Bring ourselves into the present moment. Uh, I've been working with three or four coaching clients today, and they come onto a call, and it's kind of like, yeah, no, no, there was all this stuff going on. And I literally just bring them back, and I go, okay, so let's just stop for a second. Let's just uh, look into each other's eyes for a minute, and let's get to a point where actually right here, right now, and one of them, once I've done it, and we brought them into the present moment, We've got food, clothing, shelter, light. We've got Zoom. We've got, you know, we've got everything else. Uh, I said, how does that feel? And he went, yeah, everything's amazing. But the problem is, is we get lost. We get lost. We've been given a mind. We've been given a body, but we don't use it very well m- much of the time. And actually, you know, I learned through a crisis, two crises, two big crises, to actually come out the other side and start to use my mind and my body uh, in a way that would be beneficial for other people i get the i get the 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 kickbacks if you like you know the 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 positivity comes back to me but i started to put out positivity first put that onto other people and i got it back in spades and it was beautiful and i think that you know what we've got to do is got to be in the present moment i've got strategies for that the three quick ones are forgiveness acceptance and gratitude if we can get those three right forgive everyone everything start with yourself accept where you are total acceptance is my definition of love and then uh, gratitude and just not you, you don't have to be grateful for anything just be grateful be in that grateful vibration I'm grateful for another heartbeat and a breath yeah. that I can take do you know what I mean and yeah. so when I get once I got into that 
then I was ready to then, you know, I was sending these powerful messages out to the universe that I was ready for more in a good way. And as I said, I mean, we'll come on to, I'm sure, all the stuff I'm doing now later. But the point is, is that actually now I'm in a great position. And once again, it isn't just lucky, is it? It's actually I've created it. Yeah. And I want to take a minute and talk about the things you're doing, because I just when I introduce you, and for those of you just tuning in, um, one of the things I want to show you is, you know, and uh, by the way, Nathan, we have a copy of this book to give away everybody out there. Life Remix, Looking Beyond the Dance to Face the Music with Mark Wilkinson. First of all, let's talk about all the things you're doing. And then secondly, we need to point people to your website so they know how to get engaged with you. Because look, the quote right here from, you mentioned Bob, I've interviewed Bob Proctor a a, a couple of times as well, you know, genius in so many ways. And he says, your way isn't working. Try mine. Okay. What a thought. What an idea. I can try someone else's. You're creating an entire invitation community for people to do that tell us what you've created and how people can find out more about it well thank you for that uh dr pat so mark wilkinsonofficial.com is my website um <clears throat> there's lots of pages on there uh including a coaching page uh, i do life coaching business coaching and property coaching um three different levels um and i've got a life remix community uh, i've got about 45 coaching clients uh already just in the last few months that have joined the, the 12-month program uh, and it's a real mastermind group. It's a real supportive group. Like literally you come into the group and we've got someone that's doing digital marketing. We've got someone who's doing digital design. Uh, we've got me who can teach you how to write a book or teach you how to be uh, a property developer or, or, or whatever it is that you would really like to do. Um, and we're really like, you know, uplifting people's lives. Um, so obviously a coaching is a big one. Uh, property, we've just bought a development. We're going to buy, uh, build three, be- three, five bedroom houses on that, which is exciting. Um, I do health and safety and environment and quality uh, in construction as well. So I've got a business there. Uh, we do events, we do design. Um, you name it, we've got a, a, a finger in the pie doing something. We, we specialize in multiple sources of income. Um, I do a course called Five Days to Remix Your Life, uh, which is the next one's on September the 20th. Uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. British summer time, so it'll be in the afternoon in the states. So uh, you're welcome to join. Um, and um, yeah, so look, you know, the thing about it is, is that the most important thing is is happiness, health, and wealth, right? You've got to be happy um, within, and that's an important part of it. And we do a lot of coaching, life coaching with people to cultivate that consistent, enthusiastic happiness. Um, and then you've got to take the step up and you've got to move into business. You've got to do better either in your chosen career or maybe set up on your own. Uh, and then property coaching is, is another big one that we offer as well. So there's a lot that you can do with your life. Um, I find a lot of people are very down on themselves very quickly, uh, as in, well, you can do that, but I can't. Well, guess what? I was bankrupt 12 years ago. 12 years is not that long, right? I was getting £40 a week from the UK government, you know, in 2008, nine. Uh, and here I am now, yeah, with, you know, a few million pounds worth of property and lots of coaching clients and, and a happy life and a happy wife, uh, you know, a little, puppy, <laughs> a little puppy and it's all good, you know? So, you know, it is down to you to choose what it is, what it is you would like to do. There's no point in wallowing. There's no point in being depressed or, or angry or fearful. There's a lot of negative emotions. I've studied Think and Grow Rich a lot. It's a wonderful book by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. 
I just watched the film the other day, The Legacy. I hadn't, it's about three years old, but I didn't watch it to start with. So I just watched that the other day. Brilliant film. A lot like The Secret. What you think about is what you bring about living the positive emotions uh, at all times. And think of Grey Rich, they studied 500 millionaires for 25 years. If you're not doing so great, there's something in there that you need to know. Yeah. And, you know, part of this, too, is there are two things that you really drive this note home. And one of them is thoughts become things and learning from the worst moments in our lives. And, you know, those are really pivotal. They're pivotal. They're key. What I've also learned, though, Mark, and I want to talk with you about this when we come back from break, is I want to talk with you about the next move. And, you know, there's something here I want to get to really quickly. And that is I want to thank you. You know, there are so many songs that have come up. I want to thank you. Right. Um, And yet here we are. And it's the hardest word to say. You know, I work with women in recovery. And one of the first, let's call them in your language, remixes, if I might borrow that, that I ask them to do is to walk around in their mind and just say thank you. Now, if you're in a recovery program, it's going to be thank you to the God of your understanding, whatever that is. It doesn't matter. Thank you to the plant in the room. Hmm. But can you do that? Can you just hold in your mind 70 times a day for 70 days? Thank you. Can you do it? It doesn't matter. Your dog comes in and pees on the carpet. All right. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. Can we do it? When we come back, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. The entire process of mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up in one word, gratitude. Wallace Waddles, the science of getting rich. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, that is just one little, let me call it pivotal point in life remix, looking beyond the dance to face the music, face that music and shake it up. We'll be right back with the author of this fabulous, fabulous book, Mark Wilkinson. We'll be right back, everybody. Life can be demanding, but sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit quantumtouch.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit urepurepotential.com for more info. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We're just turning it up. And you know what we're turning up here? This is the deal. Um, you know, I get asked the question a lot, Mark, when, like, here she goes. She's going to talk about gratitude again. So I get asked the question a lot. When was the first time in my life that I could remember the power of that? I'm getting ready to ask you that question in a minute. Sure. But before we do, um, I would love for you to know how we get a copy of your book, Best International Seller. This is Life Remixed. I'm serious. Like, think about what Mark's talking about. 1-800-930-2819. Love to give a copy of the book away. But how do people find out about you? Give us your website. Let's let let's let folks know what you're what you're doing here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Yeah, so it's markwilkinsonofficial.com. Uh, there's all the information on there. You can order a signed copy of uh, Life Remixed if you'd, uh, if you'd like one. There's a couple just there behind me waiting to be signed and sent out. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you can get a signed copy there. You can also order, of course, Life Remixed on, on Amazon. Uh, we've got our email address in the book, hello at liferemixed.co.uk. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, and, uh, you know, we're all over the social medias. We're everywhere, you know, from LinkedIn to YouTube to Twitter to Instagram to Facebook. Uh, you know, you can find us anywhere. Just put in Mark Wilkinson official or uh, Life Remixed and, and you'll find us. Um, you know, we, we've got loads of people that want to spend time with us. We, we do courses, as I've said. We coach. We uh, we, we uh, do group monthly group calls, mastermind calls. We do two one-to-one sessions a month with all the clients. Um, and it's really growing. It's really growing, uh, Dr. Pat. And I, I am I am hugely grateful to the people who have endorsed me uh, after reading my book. Uh, you know, there's some there's some poor behaviour in there. There's some bad choices. There's some things in there that I look back on now and I think to myself, oh mate, what were you doing? Uh, but the point is, is that you know you've got to you've got to forgive yourself. And uh, now at 50 years of age, I have fully forgiven myself. Um, I totally accept who I am, uh, you know, I take responsibility for everything that's happened in my life and I've learned from it. Uh, and then I get into uh, complete gratitude for this moment and it's powerful. And, you know, thank you for that because I think if we are not transparent about who we are and how we got here, mm. right? And, I've just, and I've, I'll tell you for a really long time, 
you know, I had the people in this business say to me, you know what, don't share your personal stuff. Don't. And, you know, for a long time, I did that. And then there's one day that I just said, this is ridiculous. People are going through one of the toughest times they went through the financial breakdown, the industry collapsed. We had more listeners on the planet because they were not able to get jobs. And I just thought, I got to fire this coach. And I'm like, dude, that is not the show I want to do. I don't care what Oprah does. I don't care what other hosts do. We have to help people connect heart to heart. This is not your typical broadcast media. This is positive talk. And I want to ask you this question because it is at that point where you do disclose and thank you for doing that because I'll tell you what, if I can't connect with you heart to heart, real to real, right? How much weight am I going to put into what you're saying, Mark? Exactly. Exactly right. I mean, I, I've I've laid it on the line, you know. I've just gone, look, you know, here's here's everything. Uh, you know, I hope you can understand where I'm coming from. I I did think that um, you know some people would be judgmental of me for for the poor choices I made. Uh, if they choose to do so, then you know there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that you know I've I've created this book uh, based upon my personal life traumas. I've intertwined it with teachings from the world's greatest philosophers. And I've delivered it to you in this straight talking self-help, self-development book. And uh, the feedback I've had has been amazing. And to be an international bestseller uh, already in a few months is, is really, really beautiful. Um, I think that many people pay me the beautiful compliment of saying that I'm very relatable, um, you know, because I've opened up and I've gone, look, here, here it is, lay it on the line. And I think there's some great stuff. I mean, I, I've get calls daily. Uh, I get Facebook messages daily from people reaching out to me going that that part of the book. I had a friend contact me a little while ago and he said, um, he said, I finally get why I haven't quite nailed it. All the, yeah, he said, I've been trying to fix everyone else, sort out everyone else's problems, but I've never looked at myself. And he's the same age as me. And I went, well, there you go then. And so, you know, and that is, you know, and he's now a friend. He's a, well, he's a friend anyway. He's a, now a client. Yeah. And I work with him. I work with him regularly. He's a very successful man. Um, in business but you know in his personal life he was feeling a little bit hollow and I work with a lot of people that have this feeling is this it is, is this it now have I you know am I 40 50 60 and um, is this it and no it is not you know there's so much more that you can you can do and I know we're going to touch on that in a, in a minute and that's why I want to get to that right now because if we can't get to what you talk about in the book and you really go through this that's why I'm asking you know I think you say in the book now it's time to start to apply now we got to apply the strategies. That's what I think you're saying in the book. And you're saying, look, bankruptcy, incurable disease, right? Um, in, can my, may I read from here, if you don't mind? Please. please. Um, okay, this is, this is the right here. Okay, when we talk about this, I choose to believe that I, and for those of you that have the book, I'm going right to page 142. I feel like I'm reading from the big book, but let me get here. Uh, <laughs> You're laughing. You know what I'm talking about. Dan. Thank you. All right. I choose to believe that I am the creator of it all. And that choice continues to be very liberating. This is so much more powerful than being a helpless victim in life. When we can understand that life is happening for us, not to us, we are unstoppable. <laughs> I, that's my ex. That, that some good words. That's some good. Did I do that? Did I? <laughs> you did write that. 
Um, but let's talk about where you wrote it though, because if I don't really tell people why this is, well, you wrote it in the conversation about gratitude, Mm, Mark, let's Mm. talk about the big G. Okay. (laughs) I think we get things on our desks that we need to be reminded of. I got your book now, so I am being reminded, but you know, when I was really kind of questioning myself, doubting myself, you know, I was, you know, my cells stopped working in my body. I interviewed this woman in a Deb Engel. And she had written a book and Linda showed me the book and said, oh, do you want to interview her? And I said, no, that is a ridiculous name for a book. The only little prayer you need. I said, is there such a thing? The only little prayer you need. And then I read the book. Mm. And out of that came one of the most powerful practices of my life. I literally walk around in my brain all the time now. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, energy. Thank you. I mean, it just goes on. What clicked for you? Can you remember when this particular remix, the G remix by DJ Mark, the G remix, when did that happen for you? Yeah, I do remember it well. Um, Again, you know, learning from The Secret and Bob uh, and Marcy particularly, uh, you know, they're all talking about, you know, be grateful, being a grateful vibration. Uh, and I, uh, from a young age, my mum said, say thank you. And I went, thank you. It didn't mean anything to me. It meant nothing. It was just like, uh, thank, you know, give me something. Thank you. Uh, and I was kind of like, right, well, this is not, this is, clearly they're not talking just about that. They're talking about something a lot deeper and a lot more. And, and the more I studied, you know, the law of attraction, but then the law of vibration, and there's a lot of universal laws, as you know, but the law of vibration is basically we attract what we're in vibrational harmony with. Um, and then I read the quote that I put in the book about the entire process of mental adjustment and atonement that can, can be summed up in one word, gratitude. And then I'd heard about the fact that clearly, you know, my dis-ease and my bankruptcy were mental health problems that were coming out in my body. My body wasn't lying to me and my results weren't lying to me. There was problems. I had to face them. And I, if when I heard the entire process, you know, is gratitude, I was kind of like, right okay let's try that then shall we um and i remember i was getting my 40 pounds a week from the government signing on on the welfare no money bankrupt living in my mum's spare room and i started to be grateful and here's the powerful one i started to be grateful to my mother for the first time in my life at like 39 years of age stop being a little you know fellow you know a little a little problem child um and started being really 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 grateful to my mother for keeping that house there so that I didn't end up homeless or couch surfing with friends so that was powerful and then and then I thought well you know when you start to learn this you start to play with it so my relationship suddenly got a bit easier with my mother even though we were living in quite close quarters and we'd always wound each other up um, and then uh, I thought, right, well, I'll go out. And I, I took my money and I went out and I bought myself a little lunch uh, from the cafe. And I said, thank you to the man behind the counter. And I really meant it. I really meant it. I felt it. I was so grateful for that food that he was supplying to me and I was paying him a few pounds for. It was cheap food. It was, you know, it was a cafe, you know, but I was like, thank you so much. Thank you. I really, within a couple of weeks, I kept going in the same place every day and thank you, thank you, thank you. Really, really bad. I didn't expect any results. I didn't, you know, I just wanted the food and I thought it was a fair exchange with the money. And then at the end of about two or three weeks, he said to me, you can have that. He said, you you don't need to pay today. You just, you can just have that. And I was like, 
no, no. I said, I want, I'll, I'll pay you. You know what I mean? I've got, I've got, I've got this little amount of money. I'll, I'll pay you for the food. Thank you. You know? And he went, no, no, it's fine. Not today. Don't worry. And I just was like moved. I was absolutely moved. And I was like, aha, right. I understand <laughs> now. I, I actually understand this. So if I walk around being grateful to everyone for everything, even the people I think that have wronged me or even the things I perceive as bad, nowadays I look back at disease and bankruptcy and I'm like, thank you. You know, thank you for changing the course of my life. So I'm here with you, Dr. Pat. Yeah. The point is, the point is, it's like that gratitude has, is an attitude that I've adopted for the last 12 years. And I'm now very comfortably wealthy in a happy place with lots of clients and having a good time. I want to give you one other example as well. If Please, I, may. I wish you would. Come I on. I can, you, I to, I just, I you give... just go on and take over and host the show because I'm just having a blast listening to you. I want to give you one other example of the power of your thoughts. In fact, I've got hundreds of them and there's lots of them in life remixed, as you know. Um, <clears throat> I had no money. I had nothing. I had no prospects. I was an out-of-work DJ, uh, given my life to music for 20 years and it was gone. And I was like, wow, okay. And I started to be grateful, but it was a struggle. <laughs> I had to work on it and work on it. And then there was another one that said, you need to start saying that, you, you, you know, you need to banish the words, I can't afford it from your, from your language. And I was like, yeah, but I can't afford it. And then people were saying, no, 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 you must banish those words. I was like, oh, how do I do this? Um, and I, and I, so I did, and I walked up, you know, my mum's in a quite a nice area of Southwest London. And I walked up and down the main high street and as I was walking around, uh, I used to see these beautiful, beautiful cars drive by and I had nothing. And I used to say to myself mentally, like you do gratitude 70 times. I do that as well. But I also kept doing, I can afford that. I can afford that. And I looked at these beautiful houses, like a million pounds. And I was like, I can afford that. And I can afford that. And I can afford that. And I, and I said that over and over and over again. And I say that now about anything. Literally, I can afford it. And then I've read Rich Dad Poor Dad again, which is I'm I'm two shades away from Robert Kiyosaki by his mentor. My mentor uh, Kevin Green is mentored by Robert Kiyosaki, so there's two two steps really from me and Robert. Rich Dad Poor Dad, when he says my poor dad said I can't afford it, I was like yeah that was me. And then my rich dad says how can I afford it? And I'm like ah yes. And so you know, but mentally you have to win that battle mentally. You have to win it every minute of every day though. You do. Yeah. You do. It's like a creepy creep thing, like the creep yeah. song. It just creeps right in there. Yeah. And, you know, it gets in there and it can get under there. But I'm telling you what you're talking about is let's go ahead and remix that now. Let's get it when it starts to creep in and you know it's creeping in there and you're looking at something. You know, I'll tell you, oh, so good. This is so good. Uh, you know, I, we have 10 minutes left. But <laughs> this really goes to what happens when you do this. Then all of a sudden you can see your life purpose. Yeah. You can see your next, you know, it's a phrase. You got a next indicated thing. You can see what the next indicated thing is and you do it. And, you know, you know, there are so many ways, there are prayers that we can use. There's so many things we can do. You know, as I mentioned before with Deb, you know, the prayer is, you know, God, heal my fear-based thoughts. Thank you. I mean, just that one little thing, right? But what you're talking about is none of this really gets the remix of remixes, like the greatest remix I think of all. <laughs> What's Donna Summers? I feel love. I think oh, that's a great. Great one. record. Great record. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I miss great her. Record. I miss Donna. Her artwork's great. But we gotta have. You gotta move to that next place. That place you talked about. 
So you got to move to the place where I'm very clear about what my calling is, and that is by the end of 2022 to have a positive talk network with 10 channels. By the end of this year, we'll have four channels, all radio and video. And, you know, I don't do it by myself. But when you have a purpose, it's not like these fears or these things go away. How did all of this, if you can, if you can just bring us from this now, because look at you, you are successful, but you're not a coach, just a coach. You're still working with other people. You know, coaching isn't a temporary fix. Well, it might help you in a moment. So tell us about this next opportunity that shows up. And it's the opportunity of purpose. Yeah, so that came about kind of by chance because, uh, or certainly not by chance, but it, it felt by chance at the time. I, the way I was living, it kind of just happened. And I went, oh, <laughs> that was lucky. But no, it wasn't. It was actually like long and patient effort, right? Um, and so I was uh, invited to give a talk to some students in Manchester about my music career. And I did. Um, and at the end of it, about 10 of them stayed behind. Uh, and they all were thankful to me for sharing my story of music. I had a top 10 hit remix in Lou Reed and David Bowie, Satellite of Love, you know, and I did, I did some great stuff, you know, it was, it was good. It was a great young life. Um, and uh, they all stayed behind to thank me for this talk. And to me, it was kind of, like I was nervous and it wasn't very good. Or I didn't think, but these students loved it. Uh, and I was like, wow. And all of a sudden I got those same feeling that I got from playing records to like, thousands of people in Ministry of Sound or Pasha or any of the amazing London clubs or any of the amazing clubs around the world that I was playing, you know, from Singapore to Russia to America to wherever. Um, and um, I got the same feeling. I was like, joy. I was like, I feel joy when I feel something incredible when I bring joy to you and your listeners, Dr. Pat, right? So yeah. that's my, so I was like, that's my first, first level of my purpose was joy. I was like, yes, okay, that's great. As long as I bring joy to other people, I feel great. So I must do that every minute of every day, like you said. And then it was like knowledge. I need to share knowledge. I like to talk about stuff. I like to like create things. And that's where coaching comes in. As you say, it's not just a quick fix. It's like going to the gym with a personal trainer. You don't go once, pump the weight, put it down and go, right, that's it. I'm like a muscle man. That doesn't work. You have to go and go and go and go and go. Um, so sharing knowledge and inspiring people I love to inspire and then create and it's no it's no surprise to me whatsoever that I've just created and produced uh, the best record I've ever made uh, with a, a guy called Kenny Thomas on the vocals a very famous soul singer here in the when's UK. that coming out is that out it's going to be out on the 10th of September on Traxels and the 24th of September it'll be out everywhere so the radio and the press are just starting to happen now six weeks before um, we're raising money for Kenny's daughter, Christina, who was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumour. Um, the track's called Sweet, Sweet Music. And we're, honestly, we're, we're buzzing to share it with everybody um, because we are both in a creative state, Kenny and I. We're doing good things for good people. Um, and the other thing I do with the coaching, obviously we do 12 months of coaching minimum. You know, that's the 12 month commitment that I ask from my clients and, and I give to them. Uh, but always, always, always leave people with the impression of increase. Add some value. Give some service to people. Make them feel good. They will always remember how you feel. That's what I do. But I can only do that if you remember the um, the plane analogy. You have to put your own mask on first yeah. before you can even put it onto yeah. a child. You've got to get yourself right first. You've got to get your vibration right. You've got to get, got to get your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. You've got everything in tune. And then it is inevitable that you will be successful. Yeah. And as you know, I love what you said. 
I mean, let's just pause for a minute because I, sure. I want to get back to something you said. I want to really drive this point home. Um, I too, I work with people for no less than a year at a time. And people look at me and they say, why? And then they go through the process of a year and they get at the end of the year. Mm. And there's a reason for doing this. There's a reason for making that commitment for 12 months. Can we talk that for a minute? Definitely. Because I've had the opportunity to work with somebody for 12 months and that work, I couldn't have got done any less time. I couldn't have got done what needed to get done. And at the end of it, you find yourself in a completely transformed place. If you do the work, if you really show up, you're going to suit up, you're going to show up. You know, even if you just want to show up on Zoom in your underwear and nobody can see them, you still show up. Um, but there's something important in embedding that kind of transformation. But there's also something else. When you go through this kind of change, Mark, I don't know. I read your book. So I know that this kind of change for you had both long and windy roads, had its ups and downs, upside down and sideways, right? But this was like Diana Ross would say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. And so you move from regurgitating the song creep to singing the song I'm coming out because something happens. Did that happen for you as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, yeah, it was absolutely a, a journey uh, to get from uh, from where I was to, to where I am, a huge journey. But what I can say for sure is that um, the worst part of it was my losing my health. Using my ability oh. to walk was yeah. the pit. It was the utter pit. When I lost all my money, I just went, okay, that's, you know, I, and, and my uncle said to me, you've still got time to turn it around. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to internalize that. I'm going to go for it. And, and here we are today. Um, but losing my health was, was yep. savage. Absolutely. Yeah, me so too. When, when you can't, exactly. So, you know, but when you can't, move your body correctly i couldn't sleep for about hundreds of painkillers every day uh i couldn't walk you couldn't touch me i was like skinny and like you know i was wasting away literally disintegrating before people's eyes um and that was awful for me mentally and for other people around me as well you know and i think that uh that was a it was a it was a turning point it had to be a turning point uh and i was in so much pain Ugh. that i had to listen i had to listen i had to go i was like just teach me you know and it wasn't you know it wasn't like click your fingers that's why you can't just turn up and do a couple of sessions and think you think you're done you know yeah. if you if you want to be a millionaire you've got to work for it you know what i mean if you want to be, you know i was saying to another client today it's about commitment like if anything you want in life you must commit to it and once you commit you will succeed and look but i had to ask you that question because this is what we're talking about we're talking about these level of successes and I'm in the same camp you are. I've been healthy all my life. You know, I had a mentor say to me once, Pat, you know something, I just want to tell you, you can't take a person to a place you haven't gone yourself. Mm, and I said, yeah. I've done it all. You know, I was homeless at 17. I was arrested at 19 for something I really didn't do. I mean, and you know, you start talking about it and you look at your life, you know, every one of my family's dead now from either alcohol, my mom commits suicide. I even got expelled from Catholic boarding school at age six. Who does that? And you think you've done it all and you've gone through the pain and you've gone through life and the breakups and you've gone through losing jobs. But the one thing you hadn't lost yet was your health. Mm. 
And six months after I, I bought my first hour of airtime, and I'll tell you, in 2003, on an accidental call, I bought my first hour of airtime, and it was like breathing. It was like coming home. Started to doubt myself. My partner at the time, you're supposed to make real money. You're now like this doctor. I came down with the mystery disease, and it was the first time in my life, Mark. First time in my life immediately overnight one day at the end of a workshop living your greatest dream my right ankle turned into the size of a soccer ball my cells stopped working and unlike you i started to gain weight unquestionably because my cells stopped working people thought i was like eating the house but the reason you and i are talking today is because of this and because of the work you do I want to thank you for everything. I want to thank you for your honesty. I want to thank you for your boldness and your courage. Um, and of course, I always thank Bob and Marcy and the people that got us here. And I'd love to know your personal message. Can't thank you enough for really helping us remix. How do we, how do we stay plugged in? What's your personal message? What would you love to leave us with, Mark? And thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you, Dr. Pat, for your time as well. I really appreciate it. I think, obviously, we've touched forgiveness, acceptance, gratitude. It takes practice. You have to understand the importance of a sense of purpose. You must be healthy and look after yourself. Uh, you've only got one body, you know. You've only got one vehicle, so you need to look after it mentally and physically. Um, also, the things we teach, changing your relationship with money, choosing faith over fear every single time. And you must do that. You must, you know, faith can lift you high. Uh, fear can just, you know, put you low. Um, learn to be happy. Building fantastic, long-lasting relationships in both business and in love are critical uh, to your success. And lastly, remember that this is easy. This is simple. This is fun. And celebrate right? Celebrate your wins, celebrate your successes, be kind to yourself. If little three-year-old Mark walked in here, I wouldn't be berating him for like being useless. You know, I'd be picking him up and going, it's all right, mate, don't worry, you're going to be okay. You know, try and dust yourself off and we'll go again. You know, failure is just a part of succeeding. And thankfully I learned that and kept myself uh, here on this planet to be with you, Dr. Pat. And you know, I want to thank you because um, you've now really taken a page out of life and have invited people to do the remix that they were born to have. Thank you so much for all of that, Mark. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. Nathan, thank you for doing what you do. Jamie, for you as well. I want to thank the best listening and watching audience on the planet because this is what inspires me to continue to, to create and all of us here at Transformation Talk Radio to help you do the remix. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.